Matt. Yes. Matt. Matt, are you there? I'm here. What's wrong? I can't see you. I, um, I like I feel like I've been asleep for like two months. What year is this? It's 2018, Jess. I feel like the last thing I remember is President Obama was president. And I know this doesn't logically make sense, but... Yeah, because we had done the podcast after and, 2016. And, and, and don't interrupt me, Matt. Okay, and, go ahead. And, 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 and Twinkies were still really good, and, and everybody really, really, really loved NSYNC. Yes. I, I don't understand what time frame you're coming from, because <laughs> I don't think those are lining up. I think, my friend... I come from a different reality. Uh-huh. Whoa! Yeah, and then yeah, and then we'll play the theme song. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh what is up, guys? This hey. is the worst music you've ever heard with yes. Jesse. Uh, and I'm Matt. Welcome to the podcast where we do a deep dive and analysis and some really terrible music. <laughs> How in a scale of one to ten should I call the Academy after that performance? Um I got to give it a straight 11. Oh. And maybe, what? you know how sometimes they read the wrong name? And right. maybe you'll get one of those. Right, right. Watch out, Anne Hathaway. I'm coming for you. Yeah. Oh, Franco Hathaway, greatest host <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Everyone was a huge fan of that performance. Oh, man. Um, so I it has been some time. It's been a little bit. You know, we've been just kind of dealing with a lot of life stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, you've been moving, yep, and 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 we're we're about to start the school year, yes, in our respective institutions, and you know, Ugh. I I went squirrel hunting, so that that took me a little bit off the grid for a while. Okay, I live off, survive off of dirt and nuts, but yes, another story for another time. Yeah, it's not something so. we really need to cover here. Um, right. You know, I was dealing with some legal issues related to the podcast, but <laughs> this that we've been given the green light now is good. Well, it's good because our lawyer is actually going to jail. I think. Yes, uh, of course. Uh, our client. Well, we're the clients. Uh, if you haven't listened before, we're the clients of Michael Cohen, and we got some bad news yesterday. Uh, we're recording this on the twenty second of August, uh, so we got a little bad news yesterday. But I think everything's going to turn out okay. Yeah, for, I think so. for us in the podcast and the legality for, of the whole situation. Right. So my understanding is we only only have we only have to do a thousand episodes now. Right. Uh, kind of the pending libel litiga- litigation. They said you know we'll drop all the suits if you continue to do this because it's so terrible. Uh, yeah. And, 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 ooh, ooh. You know. You know. Uh, you know. Speaking. Speaking of uh, of, of celebrities, you mm-hmm. know, I, I wonder if any of our celebrity fans have kind of just missed us at all. You know. Um, and, uh, like one of my favorite celebrity celebrities is Dua Lipa. Like, okay, ultimate, ultimate, ultimate crush, right there. You know? Yeah, I mean, uh, Israeli. I want to say, is she? I, I believe. No. I think believe so. Now I see that you've sent us here uh, a fan mail or maybe a tweet, um, oh. uh, a tweet that's been addressed to me. You can find me at Matt's Callahan. M a t t s Callahan. Uh, this is a this is a tweet from uh, Dua Lipa. What? Uh, it's a, yeah, sent in, sent in to us, which is kind of crazy that someone would tweet into us while we're recording the show. I really wanted to give a shout out to my favorite podcast, the worst music you've ever heard. Also, Matt's Callahan is the cutest. Wow, you know what my favorite part of that, that tweet? Hmm. None of it. Oh, you didn't know? 
where where's me where's my twitter look i i, I don't know man matt you have been doing some stuff since our hiatus I'm yeah ask what i don't well, know how you're friends with dua i had but... a lot of free time and then of course the house arrest from the litigation <laughs> um and I, I basically i just kind of started a whole twitter you know craze and dua lipa was a big fan and i'm really honored <laughs> that that she uh, would write this to me also at matt's callahan is the cutest yeah yeah well you know wow what can i say well that's all good you know we all have our uh, celebrity affiliates. I mean, you know, I have Pine. Have yes. Me, it's okay. Uh, uh, little news about celebrity fan of the show, Chris Pine. Uh, I tried to mend some bridges with him, and he was so upset that he, in a fit of rage, hung up on me and decided to call the studio and demand more right. money for the Star Trek franchise. Ooh. Uh, and I guess there's some controversy with that. So... You know what what's of, not controversial uh, is mm. that he's 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 got a new show on Netflix or a movie where he has an Irish Scottish accent. I'm not really sure where it's set in. Oh well, I try and stay away from him right now because I made him so upset last time. Right. So he, I think he knows if, you're watching. Right. Yeah. Um. I think if he figured that I saw one of his his movie pictures, that he'd probably get pretty steamed. And maybe <laughs> like, just quit making movies altogether. I like how we and we 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 went back to the 1950s. His movie pictures. Ah, the old movie pictures, Christopher Pine. Yeah, see, I'm gonna arrest you. See. Yeah. Uh. So um, I I'm been meaning to to message Miss Lipa. Uh, I'm going to ask her to speak to Mr. Pine on my behalf and maybe try and right. tell him that I'm sorry and. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, according to her song, "One Kiss" is all it really takes. Yeah. I mean. I, I hope she doesn't engage with that kind of behavior with Mr. Pine. I mean, I don't see how that helps me. Matt, I can already hear the keyboards already. Fan fiction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah here they go. The worst music you've ever heard, fan fiction, where I'm just kind of watching. <laughs> All right. Uh, any different from real life? Well, anyways. Um, <laughs> um, so I need some help, actually, before we get into the okay. nitty of the show. You know, I've had a lot of time to think. You know, mm -hmm. obviously, I'm kind of like a robot. Anytime the show isn't on, I just <laughs> turn off. Yep. Off mode. And, you know, I, I just thought about all the crappy music that we've heard, we've listened to. Oh, since we've and, been away. Yes. It's a, and yeah. And, and oh, and, and in general. Also, quick side note. I'm excited because Halloween is around the corner. So I'm excited to do an episode on that. But, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um. You know, I've been thinking maybe I should start my own band, and okay. I really feel like I have a few band names that I want to, you know, just Shoot him. check with you. Yep. So here we go. Tell me your favorite. First one is Soggy Bread, Moist Cucumber, Indestructible Pork Chops, okay. The Seven Bacon Army, okay. Shot in the Weenus, and my favorite one, Caligula. Is that you? Okay. Um, I think... You know, I think you kind of want to stay away from the soggy, moist stuff unless you're going for hardcore punk rock. Sure, Maybe like sure. a self-parody. Um, I would stay away from any kind of pork-related things if you want to sell records in Israel. Oh, fuck the Israeli market. Uh -huh. Yeah, I mean, and it's a big one. Uh, as you can see, they can take over something like You Don't Mess With The Zohan. They'll just take <laughs> that and run with it. So you really got to appeal. Um, and I think, I think we can go with Caligula. Is it Caligula? <laughs> Caligula, comma, is that you? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's the one you got to go with. 
Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll let you know when we come out with the record. Yeah, please. Uh, Caligula, comma, is that you, colon, uh, Bacchanal, is, <laughs> is the name of that first album that I think you'd all really enjoy. Oh, man. So what are we doing today, Matt? Uh, speaking of terrible band names, I guess we're going, today we're doing viral meme songs. And, you know, I think, um, you know, uh, you know how they say that phrase, you know, to get to a man's stomach or Mm -hmm. no, that's not what they say. You have to drill a hole to get to a man's heart. You got to go through his stomach. Right. Right to the colon. Right. Like right in there. (laughs) You know, but I feel like today's generation really want to resonate with that. I feel Mm -hmm. like what really resonates is to get to someone's heart. You got to get through their. That's what I'm saying. We need to appeal to the teens. And the memes, you know, they love those memes. Oh my goodness! You know, so I feel like hashtag memes. That's what I'm feeling right now. Okay, yeah, that definitely makes us sound like we can appeal to the younger generation. I think <laughs> I think they'll embrace that. Yeah, you know, I think they will. And you know, so much has come out of the internet. Yes, like so much. A lot so, of it's so many funny. terrible things, and a lot of it's pretty terrible. I will say, you know, I hope like a species of aliens. Like, as soon as they watch, just kind of like a like a Cliff's Notes version of the internet, they're like, oh, my God, we will not invade this planet. It's already too fucked up. Launch the nukes. <laughs> That's the product of this one. Yeah, it really is. But, um, you know, one of the things that has, you know, has been uh, kind of a, 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 a thing that has come about is crappy meme internet songs. Oh, yes. And people so, love them. And they do, and they're kind of they're kind of distracting from the current moral crises that we have right. around the world. But hey, you know what? They give they give me a lull. So, I, I mean, think I, I think. Oh God, uh, I think. Let's define what makes a viral meme song. Obviously, I guess a meme has to be popular. That's it kind has of a benchmark to be for sure. I feel like a really good benchmark is once is it once it it's. it's escapes the webs of Twitter to Instagram and lands on a Facebook feed. Oh, man. Because Facebook is like the grandfather of these younger damn generations. Yeah, I mean, if if evidenced by anything, Facebook was an an ultimate mistake, especially in light of recent events, and especially when olds got a hold of it. Let's just define something about the viral memes right now, and especially songs, and we'll discuss the Harlem Shake when we get into that. But when old people get a hold of something, it's done. (laughs) It's done. You got to take it out back like old Yeller and put it out because it's oh done. Oh my god! So <laughs> when you come on and your Graham Graham is talking about Gangnam Style, it's done. Yeah. It's done. I think. I think they, they. They. I think what happens is is that on on Facebook when an old person gets a hold of something, a new Facebook coder just goes missing. I think yep. that's just what happens. Yep. <laughs> no, Mark. It must be done. Nope. Sorry. Um, so we, you know, I feel like, yeah, it's got a, you know, a meme song really has to have that hold on the older generation as well, yes. but maybe as well the newer generation for sure. But I think also, you know, it's, you know, it's gotta be, I don't know. It's just gotta be really somewhat obscure, Yes. I, you know, just based on internet, whatever. And I think, uh, uh, a video component to it as well, that it has to be so bad Right or so quirky, I don't know that it that it just appeals that it sticks with you, and it also sometimes comes out of a metamorphosis. Like mm. originally, you have like a meme, and then that meme becomes a whole nother like juggernaut of its own because yes. it was or whatever. So um, yeah, you know, one of my favorite meme songs is 
Um, why are you always lying? I like yes. that one. Yes. That one's one of my uh, uh, I've compiled a list here of kind of the top big five of recent memory. Yeah, and and actually somewhat in an exceptionally good chronological order. Yeah, Except thank for... you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know the the last one is timeless. Yeah, the last one really is timeless. So you want to kick it off? Yes, absolutely. So let's talk about maybe this is something that kind of launched the craze. This came out maybe six or seven years ago. This is Rebecca Black's Friday. Yeah, we were definitely in college when this came out. Yes. And I remember being at the library. Okay. And um, that, was, that was pretty much the end of that really fascinating story. <laughs> okay, so you, you heard this in the library? Did somebody show this to you, a friend? You know, I think, you know, funny enough, because Instagram wasn't bit, that big that back in the day. Back okay. in my day, I had to walk seven miles to see an Instagram video. Right, sure. Um, no, um, no, I just, I ended up seeing it on Facebook, and it was just one of these things that really blew up. I think at one point I went to, you know, one of those undergrad college parties. We're into the same party. You have to say parties. Yes. And um, also one with you. In. And um, yeah, I remember. I remember hearing about it. And you know, I remember hearing it at the party. And I'm like, wow. And people were going actually going crazy for it. Yeah, I mean, people people unironically love this. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it because I want to do. Uh, a, a large episode on the Arc Music Factory, which was kind of putting out, you know, right. parents would come and they'd pay a certain amount of money and their kids would get put in a video and they'd get to sing some auto-tune schlock. Um, That's a nice word. <laughs> thanks. Uh, so I want to get into that in a separate episode. Uh, sure. But uh, as everyone knows, let's talk about the video a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's a, this young girl, Rebecca Black, and she's celebrating that it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, people call it the worst video ever made. Well, I feel like this song was a precursor to, to Maroon 5's Sunday morning. You okay. You know what I'm saying? Now that we're referring to days of the week. Right. You know, Adam Levine was like, you know what? This girl did something right. She put a day of the week on her, on her song. Yes. You know, so I feel like that's, that's partial inspiration but, you know, one of the things that was confusing about that video was the fact that they were entirely on a highway, breaking rules. Oh, somehow. entirely. And you know what I'm saying? Like, they're really dangerous. Like, the girls were standing in the back, or presumably the guy driving or the girl driving was going 65 on a 54, you know? Yeah. Oh, so, incredibly dangerous. I, incredibly dangerous. You know, I just don't. Uh, I, I do want to share something about the creation of Friday. Um, which, of course, everyone knows the hook. It's Friday. It's Friday. Got to get down on Friday. Uh-huh. Uh, Patrice Wilson, who is a member of the Arc Music Factory at the time, uh, I think he's more known as the rapper who drives his uh, SUV through hyperspace in the music video, uh, which kind of comes out of nowhere. Hyper- yeah, you know, he's driving his SUV through, like, hyperspace green screen. <laughs> uh, so he wrote the lyrics on a Thursday night. This is a quote from him. I like the fact Uh, he wrote the lyrics on a Friday night going into a, on a Thursday night going into a Friday. He was writing different songs all night and was like, "Wow, I've been up a long time, and it's Friday." And I was like, "Wow, it is Friday." <laughs> so you know, I really, I really want to know where this man drinks the juice. 
genius elixir. I really yes. want to he, he found that precious gem because I mean, I feel it makes it seem like anybody can do this, but he's kind of, you know, that je ne sais quoi. Right. Uh, I think that a lot of things, so, a lot of, a lot has been made about Rebecca Black's vocal kind of timbre and how she sounds as a singer. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I feel like the internet's pretty mean. Uh, yeah. You know? And, I mean, um, look at us I doing this dumb podcast. <laughs> hey, I get money from this. What? <laughs> I didn't tell you. All right. We'll cover that after. Um, <laughs> it's MC's paper paper trail. But anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. The internet's pretty mean. I mean, yeah, of course. Like, I think more so it's not bad music on Rebecca Black. More so it's bad music on, on the person who wrote these lyrics. Sure, she's just kind of the product and the, yeah. You know, she's the, the byproduct of... Of, the, of this awfulness. But, you know, like, it's, I think it's one of those timeless classics. Is it a great song? Absolutely not. You know, I feel like every scene in every movie, like just think about every classic movie. Think about um, Million Dollar Baby. Mm -hmm. Put that in the background. Wow. Instantly an awful movie. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that contributes a lot. Yep. Um, I do feel bad for Rebecca Black. This is something I think I want to talk about in a, in a future episode. But, you know, uh, she really got, uh, you know, raked, raked over the Internet. Yeah. I mean, and that's putting it mildly. You but know. she appears later in, like, Katy Perry's TGIF video. Oh, yeah, 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 she does, she does. So, you know, she's she is around. Hey, Matt, I just wanted to ask you mm -hmm. um, and I, 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 two things. I, I saw that you were at the M MTV uh, Music Awards. Yes, I was at the VMAs. And... Um, what were you doing there? How'd you get there? Um, I've actually been hired, uh, I don't know if I can say this, as kind of <laughs> Pete Davidson's, uh, like, posse? I wouldn't call it an assist. No, it's not a posse. It's not an assistant. It's lower than an assistant. A scribe? <laughs> yeah, I think, yes, more of a scribe. Like, I'll sit there and I'll kind of just jot down what Pete's thinking and jokes he comes up with. Sure, I bet. What do you think? Now, I, I know you're under sh uh, strict guidelines here mm -hmm. because I guess he's, I'm not sure if you're being employed or this is just kind of like forced upon you, but... Um, it's under the table. Sure. And um, <laughs> what do you think of Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande? Uh, as as relationships concerned. You know, I'm excited. You're I'm excited. excited. I'm excited. Ever since she licked that donut, uh, I, I have been curiously intrigued. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, I mean, you know, we all get there. We all, we all lick our donuts and say something really insensitive. It's okay. But yeah. Must have been, there must have been something special in that donut. Oh, guaranteed. No, you know. Well, I'm glad, I, I'm glad that, that you have multiple jobs where, where you're making a living from, especially mm -hmm. being Pete Davidson's scribe. I wouldn't call it a living. I'd call it a dying. Oh. <laughs> oh, I will not be sending that one off to Mr. Davidson. That will not appear in the joke book. No, that will not appear in the joke book. Well, I can't wait for his next um, next uh, stand-up special. Oh, yeah. Um, post Ariana Grande. Anyways, huh? um, the, the Fox. Yes. And I got to tell you, I got to tell, oh, man, I got to tell you, this is, 
the bane of my existence. I remember a really good time when, and well, not a really good time, but I, I remember a time when I was um, when I was working at a marketing company, mm-hmm. and this was the song, and 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 people were laughing about it, and I'm like, this is not funny to me. I just I don't get this song. I actually have some resentment towards this in comparison to the rest of you. Okay. You know, what do you think about this? Um I remember I remember the sound is kind of the first thing I heard. Uh a little background on this. This is written by uh Yilvis, which is a Norwegian comedy duo, and the song was written as a joke. Mm-hmm. Like an anti hit. Like, how bad can it really get? I think sure. a, a common thing about all this is people think that the songs are so bad that they're good in a way. Right, right. So what but this one was is, written to be bad. Right, it was written to be bad. So the so I feel like if you always go with the intention of trying to make something purposely bad, you end up making a million dollars. Sure, yep. You know, yep. Every time, you, you just get out there and make that bad stuff, folks. We and they're soaking it up. Can't fail. So is that an invitation for us to write something? Or yeah. Think, you know, oh yeah. Us? You think so? I yeah. I think I think. Uh, well, this podcast definitely is for sure a, a, an avenue towards that. <laughs> but uh, but you know, I think um, I think uh, we'll definitely get something on the table soon. We'll, we'll we'll talk to some producers, see what we can get written out. Sure. I know. I know some. I met some people at the VMAs and got spit on, and I think I know some big. Nicki folks. Minaj. Um, I I was not allowed to come in proximity. I understand. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, Matt. Um, it's funny because ever since this podcast started, you know, happening, I feel like I feel like you've changed a little bit. You yeah. Know? Uh, yep. I you know the other day, well, months ago actually, you know, <laughs> I found you at a party and you're surrounded by your pa- pa- uh, passe, mm-hmm. and I was like, Matt. Matt, and you looked at me, and then you look back down to all your money. So. Right. Uh, I have I have been getting a little bit big for my britches. Um, a lot of big celebrities, uh, especially. I mean, the Davidson job was just so big for me. Um, <laughs> the biggest. It was just so big, uh, and this was you know I was working for da- Pete. Uh, sometimes he likes to be called Dave. Uh, I was working for Pete before Grande, but post SNL. Right. Yeah, so that narrows it down. Oh, I see. All right. Well, you know, um I just wanted I just wanted our listeners to know what you've been up to. Yeah, um uh getting back to what we were saying about the fox, uh you know, I I feel like this is a good song for children. Children love this song. I they, they, they love do, this shit. They they do they they love this one. I oof, I hate this one for sure. Um, I like that it teaches children the different sounds that animals make. I feel like this song is like an extension of, you know, do you ever have that toy where you like spin it around and it lands on an yes. animal? Yes. This is what this is, but um, the the millennial version of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It sounds like it sounds like the fox got shot in the leg with an arrow and it's bleeding out. <laughs> that is exactly right. Yeah. And it's it's kind of hard to listen to, you know. I, I guarantee you that this has given someone uh, some kind of PTSD flashback. Or a seizure of some yep. sort, I think. Oh, the, the video's funny, very colorful. And the funny thing is about this, no matter how much how much we dislike this, the person who made this is on the private island at this point. Oh, absolutely. 
all the you know, all these people all these people own some sort of they have some sort of wealth to show for show for it yep um but uh we have another one over here that i think is pretty uh pretty uh infamous you know one of my favorite things is uh, about life is mm-hmm. especially that <laughs> it, it was it was shown in the harlem shake video is you'll be by yourself and then like a, a half a frame later a thousand people will be inside the room just yes. dancing. you know does, does that happen to you every day um it well i mean now with the mucky mucks kind of that i roll around with yeah it does happen quite often (laughs) oh man the harlem shake is one of those classic ones that i just i don't know how long ago was this one a couple years it's in the dying the dying throes of its relevancy these days so it's an excerpt from an actual song right i feel like it's kind of like the drop from a song sure sure oh yeah 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 by bauer bauer Huh. Um, and this was so enormous that it made me so angry because if, if you got one of these meme songs that the olds really grasp onto, the old. this is it, man. It's us versus them. It, this is it. And people were doing this at work. Were they? Yeah. Like people were making like, oh, here's my dentist's Harlem shake video. Oh my God. I feel like that's the worst time. Like, Hey, you know, you're just going to go in for a feeling. Hey doc. Hey, you're just in time, kid. I need to do this. Oh, fuck my molars. Yeah, and you know, all of a sudden your dentist has on a fruit hat and he's dancing with the drill in his hand. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) musically, is there much to say about this? You know, it's like, it's a dance tune. I, I don't think so. And, you know, I have a suspicion that a lot of these meme songs, musically speaking, aren't going to be, how do you say it, the highest caliber. Sure. You know, and (laughs) yeah, yeah, I can definitely see how this was definitely a nuisance. I mean, there's really not much to say. I mean, it was was a short excerpt from something and from from another song. And and I, I, you know, I just, I feel like out of all of these, I feel like this one lost its relevancy faster than, say, the Fox. Because that one spewed its own sort of... I would put the Fox higher than this if I was ranking them. You think so? Yep. So you're higher meaning worse. Right. No, um, no. I would say the Harlem Shake is worse because of the, the connotation that's kind of associated with the videos. You know, when olds do a thing, it's done. Yeah. But like, yes, like last year, or maybe it was this year, the FCC did it when they were no. trying to talk about net neutrality rules. And like, you can no. still have your Harlem Shake. No. And then they did a video about it. You know, and if there's one thing that's more like stodgy than old people doing a meme video, it's the government doing it. When Big Brother does it, right? You know, it came up. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so I think that really was the knife in the back. Yeah, but I guarantee no. you, sort by new on YouTube, you'll find Harlem Shake videos of people at work and stuff. You know, I feel like I feel like if I had one video to re- represent the human race, it would be as you refer to them, olds, Mm -hmm. you know, I think you'll get everything you need to know from there. Yes. Um, But um, kind of just moving on. And this is one of my, uh, just kind of one of my old, I actually like this song. Maybe too. And, but, you know, like I definitely see that after I saw many, many spinoffs and, and funny enough, I'm doing my own spinoff of a Halloween song. Okay. um, On this, weirdly enough. It's called 
uh, oh zombie style but we won't go into it and um um yeah uh zombie. hang on i'm getting a phone call okay yes hello oh hello oh uh okay i'll tell him okay thank you take care uh hey. that that was sigh on the phone a oh. south korean rap superstar pop superstar sigh wait hold on hold, hold wait give me one second okay I need to... you mean just because you know pete davidson yeah you automatically have Sai's phone number <laughs> well um i didn't want to say this but kind of in the cabal of the rich and famous you actually need to wear a wire at all times and <laughs> you know lawyers are constantly listening in on what they said and what you said and what i say uh, so they heard that you're doing kind of a spinoff, and Sai wants his piece. Damn. I – can we just take it out of the uh, the worst music that you ever heard, Trust Fund? Sure, man. At this point <laughs> – There's nothing there. You Yeah, you open up the safety deposit box, and a little puff of dust comes out. <laughs> um, <You know? laughs> and a picture of you as a child, weirdly enough. Yeah, yeah, a picture that I do, that I don't remember taking. Whoa, whoa! Oh, isn't that from a movie? But what was that? I don't know. Anyways, um, uh, funny enough, you know, I, I like the fact that when we're doing the show, mm-hmm. we we are often hit with just like happening now musical mistakes. Yes, you know, and to that effect, the opposite to that, you know, I recently saw. Um, the guy from Panic at the Disco do a cover of the DuckTales song. Okay. And I just thought I wanted to share that because that was really awesome. I would I would look it up. He was doing it on Fallon. Do, 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 do. I mean, it's DuckTales is one of the greatest theme songs of all time. It's a jam. It's, jam and a half. It's a really good song, especially. And it was really awesome because the guy from Panic at the Disco it was doing a cover of it, which is by and large, just already two great things. But anyway, yes. let's get back to poo poo. Um, yes. Uh, I think it's. I think Sai doesn't say poop. Poo. I think he goes up, up, up. But uh, that's okay. Uh, so Gangnam Style by Sai. Uh, you know, when this came out, this was the biggest YouTube video in the world. I'm dude. I it really it it, it was on the. The digital charts. It was up there. Yeah. I can't think of a song that's, you know, more widely known. And Sai was making he was meeting world leaders, he was making bank. Do you think he do you think because of Sai's presence in the um international uh, mm-hmm. uh forum, do you think he was able to create peace in some countries that maybe were you know, just because of his presence maybe weren't weren't happening before him? Right, I really do. Especially uh, you know, conflicts that people haven't been able to solve in a hundred years. Uh, you know, age old. Yeah, I think I think that he really is a universal character. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I don't, I can't hate. One of my favorite things about that whole thing is the music video where the guy's dancing in the elevator, the horse dance. Yeah, that's just. If anything can save humanity, it's that. When when did you first get exposed to Gangnam Style? I mean, I went to the doctors. And I was like, Doc, you know, tell me the news, what's going on? And uh-huh. he's like, doctor, doctor, give me the news. And he's like, you've been sighed. I'm like, excuse me, what is this? Oh. You've been, oh, oh, um, and all the old Harlem Shake people now are doing the gun right. stuff. Right, yep, exactly. So they, sh- they showed up They showed up at the doctor's office, and he was like, oh, you're getting charged for this. I'm like, oh. 
And that's the American healthcare system, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the first time I was exposed to this, I came downstairs and my college roommates were doing the dance in the living room. They were. They were. I was very confused, and they're like, oh, you haven't seen this? And I was like, no. And then I saw it. How did you feel? Did you feel transformed? Uh, I feel like with all these videos, I feel like I had ingested some kind of hallucinogen LSD drug. Because <laughs> uh, they're all just so insanely crazy. And, you know, like, this, I feel like this was a, a precursor, and maybe it's been happening the whole time, and I just haven't noticed, to big K-pop invasion. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I feel like, I feel like, you know... Um, I feel like Psy with the Robotussin that <laughs> eventually makes you smoke that green, green, right? The, the gateway cough syrup. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, like... I, I think this is so appealing because Psy is very weird. Like the whole video is weird, but he doesn't look like someone. You know what I mean? He just looks like a dude. Yeah, he's just like a normal guy, like. You wouldn't like, you know, he's buying his groceries and, mm -hmm. and he just looks like a normal guy, you know, but here's the thing that I'm perpetually wondering as the internet and as society grows, mm -hmm. have we always been this deranged? Yes. Gotcha. You know, I thought the internet was just kind of a cesspool for that, but I'm realizing now that creativity starts in the head and then is, I don't know where I'm going with this, but I think, you know, right. Yeah, I mean, the internet has really just given a voice to all the crazy, surreal stuff that people think about. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I, but I, what do you think about this musically speaking, though? Uh, I think uh, this is up This is up there. I think this is actually all right. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's definitely, it's definitely weird, for sure. Yeah, and if you really dig deeper into it, it's a kind of a socioeconomic South Korean commentary about the Gangnam style, and I guess that's a, a wealthy neighborhood in Seoul. Uh, really? Yep, and this is kind of, you know, people who are Gangnam don't say that they are. And I have, I have one of my favorite things you wrote on the notes here is, op, 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 four times. Well, yeah, hey, sexy lady. Hey, sexy I mean, it's a, it's a catchy song, man. It, it really is a, uh, a catchy song. And you know what? Back in college, I had Korean roommates who were actually from from South Korea. Mm -hmm. And I asked them why often when I heard K-pop, I heard like English phrases. And I guess like it was an indication or a sign of intelligence. Huh. So, so just a little fun factoid. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. So, and then, you know, I think this list would not be completed without, you know, really the king, the really, the, 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 the alpha. Yeah. The, ac the accidental king <laughs> who made no money out of it. Um, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, do, 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 do. Who, who are we talking about? We're talking about, uh, Rick Astley. Of course, never going to give you up Rick roll. Everybody knows this, you know, and the funny thing is, you know, last year I, I, I was teaching, um, and um, as as one does when they teach, and um, <laughs> um, a bunch of eighth graders rickrolled an entire school, and I just thought to myself, how do they know about this? And I just really, you know, looking back at, at that and and thinking about Mr. Astley's uh, a power mm -hmm. over the people, I really feel like he's going to be a staple for some time in in human history. Uh, I don't care what anybody says. Rick Astley is good. You think so? Oh, yes. Not ironically either. Rick Astley is good. 
I feel bad for him. I heard he had, he made no money out of See, any of this. I I had read that he had disputed that and that he did make some money out of it. But then if that's you know, I feel like if you have money, obviously if I was in his position, I'd be I wouldn't dispute. Like if I was making money, I'm like I don't care what you people think. I right. have my pockets are full. I feel like that's a little bit of of, of, of a white lie on Mr. Astley's part. Uh, but you know he had money from his recording of this tune when it came out in 87 and like this sure. was a big hit um sure. and i think i think the meme kind of led people to listen to it uh unironically <laughs> i mean it's a you good know, tune i mean as as a as a guy with a lower voice i can appreciate rick, <laughs> rick astley's bassy tones well wait a minute wait a minute let's uh you know a little let's retract on that slap of the bass okay statement. You say you you appreciate him because of his bassy tone. Yeah, I can relate. You know, we're no strangers to love. So here's my thing. When you did, so me and Matt both sang Foray's Requiem. When mm-hmm. you were doing Foray, you were cast as a? I'm a basso. Uh, a basso. Yeah. Continue, huh? I'm a bass. Love the bass. Okay. Cool. Do you sing the tenor line? Yeah, I sing the tenor line, but I'm like, I'm I'm like not you know how they have first tenors yeah not like a pure hundred uh, no, percent tenor yeah I'm like yeah. closer to uh um baritone than okay else. um yeah so I just, I just wanted to ask you on that oh mm-hmm. the show sure got an- yeah I'm 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 glad they do <laughs> dude it's just I'm sorry man it says that on here on the contract I have to ask you these stupid questions that's even fine. if some of these even if some of these, jo- I'm not writing these jokes. Okay, oh. these people are doing it for me. Uh, do you but, like this song? I do. I do like this song, but more than anything else, you know, it's unfortunate because I can't listen to this song like un- sure. unironically anymore because it's just it's just become a, a, a staple of of, 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 of internet memedom. Right. And I, one of my favorite things that has come out about from this is all the reference to it. Yeah, references to it. Like I've seen a, an essay where every first uh, of each sentence has "never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down," or that's what it spells. You know, never gonna run around and hurt you. Yeah. We're, are you a stranger to love? Oh, I know the rules. <laughs> well, you you do as well. And so do I. Um, but yeah, so if if you're 90 years old and not familiar with the meme, and you're listening to this. You kind of trick someone into clicking on a, a link online. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't need to explain what a link is. Let's assume you have that basic degree of uh, computer literacy. <laughs> um, you know, and then you think you're clicking a link. Oh, top 10 hottest Pete Davidson moments. And then boom, <laughs> you got, you're in uh, you're in Rickroll lane. That's what it's called. Getting Rickrolled. You accidentally got linked to this video. Somebody did it on purpose. You accidentally clicked it. You got goofed. You got goofed, son. You done goofed. And then it self-destructs like a Spectre gadget after like ten seconds. I think. Right. Do 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 uh, do do. Um. You know, I know you're with Pete Davidson's people, but yep. I gotta be honest. Pete Davidson looks like Gumby. Um. He actually really doesn't like that. He prefers he prefers to be called uh like a Frankenstein. Oh. Oh. Yeah, like a Frankenstein monster. <laughs> I'm sorry, Frankenstein's monster. Um. Oh, and I only say that because he says that. You know, right, I can't. Course. I don't want to lose my job. Of course, of course. So Pete Davidson. I'm sorry. 
Frankenstein's monster is mm-hmm. dating um, a banshee. Gotcha. Oh, Understand. boy. Um, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is just kind of a quick list um, that we wanted to provide for you guys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like let us know in the comment section below. JK, there's no comment section below. Or maybe there is. Maybe yeah, there tweeted is. us. And let us know what you guys thought about this list. Or, you know, think about ones that you would add to you know, there's so much. There's so many memes. We're probably gonna spend a long time trying to cover all of these. Um, but oh, there's a million. These are kind of just the big top five that I thought we could discuss. If if you had to say one of these was the worst, musically uh, and the the meme, uh, which I hate saying associated with it, what would you say? I think it's the fox, man. I I I just I I just think on a personal level, on an annoyance level, uh, just purely on an artistic level. Okay. I understand. I understand now the context with it that it's like you know like supposed to be like bad but this is bad to to a t yes there's no like this is a song about a a mimicking fox noise mm-hmm. i just which you know, doesn't barrel, which in theory doesn't exist right you know barrel roll whatever but right i just this is gonna be a no for me dog on this uh, one i gotta go with harlem shake yeah because the olds right <laughs> yeah you could probably tell when we were discussing how much i didn't like it and it just <laughs> Matthew, I'm not going to ask you what happened between you and the olds, but I know there's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know. Yeah. That's just better oh. left for another time. Yeah, of course. But, uh, you know, I, I, I think, yeah, you know, kind of just to end memedom uh, today... And, please, and please, we, end it all. We have... God, do it! We have a song that I wanted to showcase. Okay. Um called um i don't know what it's called but it's i just know the sound it makes when it takes a man's life continue (laughs) but you know just kind of close us off today this has been the worst music you've ever heard yeah please uh if we missed anything oh there it is uh with that soundtrack you can find us on twitter at worst music ever um still going uh you can find me at Matt's Callahan. Uh, check you can check Dua Lipa's mentions for me. Um, email us at the worst music you ever heard at gmail.com. Uh, and I just want to say it's good to be back. Moo moo. Moo moo. See you guys. See you next time.